the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time for the prophetic voice of our time, a presentation of Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church on AM 630, KSLR. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Thank you for joining me on the prophetic voice of our time. I am Nancy Morgan. I am hosting this radio broadcast today. The last time I visited with you on this radio program, we discussed how important it is that you develop your relationship with God. Today, I want to sit down with you and visit with you about an issue that I hope will excite you as much as it has excited me. I will be discussing with you a covenant of love. We at Freedom Fellowship are continuously talking about God and what a good God He is. We can't ever stop talking about Him because we just can't get enough of Him. The more He reveals Himself to us, the more we want to know Him. And the more we want to know him, draws his presence, and he keeps pouring his love and revelation on us. This is not a one-sided relationship. Relationship takes at least two people, or you're just talking to yourself. That's what is so exciting about God. He's not some faraway and distant stranger. You can have a personal relationship with him on earth. It's like when you get married. And after you exchange your wedding vows, you have rings that represent the symbol of eternity and signify a never-ending love. That's what relationship with God is like. He is eternal, and He has a never-ending love for you. I want to tell you about this covenant of love. In the Old Testament, those who knew their God and the integrity of their covenant with Him were mighty and did exploits in his name. King David was a great example of someone who gave credit to God as the power behind his ability to slay the lion, the bear, and the giant. The book of Hebrews promises us that we have an even better covenant than David. And in Deuteronomy are specific promises that God made to Abraham's descendants, promises of health, well-being, blessing, and victory. Let's talk about what a covenant is. A long time ago, back in the old days, when two families made a covenant, they gave to one another everything they had and all they represented. There were no longer two, but one. Families found themselves together in order to fill in the gaps created by each other's weakness and needs. Where the first tribe was strong, the first one was weak, and vice versa. United, they would be strong. 
The two families would meet and draw up the terms of their agreement, and then each family would choose a person to represent them. Then they would meet to cut the covenant. The ceremony involved at least three large animals whose carcasses were split down the spine and the halves were placed on the ground opposite each other. The result was a trail of blood between the halves and the path was called the way of blood. As the ceremony began, the two representatives would exchange their coats. This coat exchange signified the mutual exchange of authority. In essence, they were saying, All that I do and all that I have is now yours. Then they exchanged their weapons. They were saying, My strength is now your strength. Your enemies are now my enemies. After the exchange, the two representatives of the family would walk through the way of the blood and stop in the center. In the middle of the blood, they exchanged their pledges of loyalty, making promises that could never be broken. This was the blessing of the covenant. Then they cut their hands or wrists and bound them together so that their blood would mingle. After the loyalty was sworn to each other, they joined their family names together as a permanent sign that they had become one. Then they ended the ceremony by a covenant meal of bread and wine. The bread signified their flesh and the wine signified their blood. The covenant meal represented their commitment to lay down their lives for each other. Jesus became the sacrificial lamb that established your covenant with God. Remember the way of the blood? The book of Hebrews says that we have a new and living way to approach God. The blood of Jesus made the way for us to have a covenant relationship with the Father. Jesus was not only the blood sacrifice, but he became your representative, the one mediator between God and man. Jesus is the blood sacrifice. He is our representative, and he is the covenant meal. Jesus said himself, If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever, and the bread that I give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. That is in John 6, verse 51. Jesus exchanged his weapons and armor with you and made you strong. He exchanged your weaknesses for his strength. He said that in your weakness he is strong. Remember the covenant I just told you about? Through the covenant relationship, you are now one with him. When Jesus took your sin, he exchanged coats with you, just like the covenant. He took your sin and gave you a robe of righteousness and right standing with God. Remember? At the beginning of the ceremony, the two representatives would exchange their coats. This coat exchange signified the mutual exchange of authority. They were saying, All that I do and all that I have is now yours. God made a covenant with Abraham. What was that covenant? God promised Abraham to make him the father of many nations. He also promised him lots of land for his descendants. And then he took it a step further and guaranteed promises of health, well-being, blessing, and victory. 
God made the blood covenant with Abram because Abram knew the importance of the blood covenant. It was an absolute and an unbreakable guarantee of a man's vow or word. God was establishing a personal relationship with Abram and establishing his unfailing love that could not be broken without the penalty of death. Abram understood the seriousness of the covenant and how important it was to God. What God was saying and was about to do was world-changing. When you read Romans, you will see that Abram understood. He was fully persuaded that God was able to perform that which God had promised for his life, and his life would never be the same, and nothing could shake his confidence. When God makes a promise, it's a big promise. It is just as God says that it is more than what we could think of. God is able to make every blessing of yours overflow for you, so that in every situation you will always have all that you need for any good work. Now, think back to the covenant that God made with Abram. This is huge, saints. When God was cutting a covenant with Abraham, just as the families back in the old days made covenants, it wasn't just between God and Abram. Look, in Galatians 3, verse 16, it says, While God was binding himself in covenant to Abraham on earth, God was also making covenant with Jesus in heaven. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He saith not, and to the seeds, as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. Abraham was an earthly representative, and Jesus was the heavenly representative. The covenant was between God and Abraham, and between God the Father and God the Son. Why would God make a covenant with his son Jesus? Because when God made the covenant with Jesus, he was making a covenant with someone he knew would never break the covenant, and thereby remove the need for a curse. Remember, in the covenant, they walked through the way of blood several times and stopped in the middle to proclaim the blessings. And if the covenant was broken, the curses or remedies of a contractual agreement took place. It says in Galatians 3, 13 through 14 in part, that Christ redeemed us from the curse. Are you seeing the great covenant of love and how much God loves you? Let's go back over this great unbreakable covenant of love. Jesus became the sacrificial lamb that established your covenant with God. Jesus shed his blood, the way of blood. The way of blood Jesus made the way for you to have a covenant relationship with God the Father. Jesus became your representative. He mediates for you between God and man. You don't need a middleman. You go straight to God. You are now in covenant with God. Jesus is also the covenant meal. He said, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I give, I give for the life of the world. You will find that in John 6, verse 51. Jesus exchanged his weapons and armor with you and made you strong in the power of his might. He exchanged your weaknesses for his strength 
Sounds like covenant to me. In Ephesians 6, 10 through 11 and 13 through 17, you'll find that. Jesus exchanged coats with you. What did the coats represent? Remember, I told you, as the ceremony began, the two representatives would exchange their coats. This coat exchange signified the mutual exchange of authority. They were saying, all that I have and all that I do is now yours. Jesus took your sin and he gave you a robe of righteousness and right standing with God. He became totally one with you. He gave you the authority to use his name. And you'll find that in Mark 16, verse 17. You do not have to earn it, just to receive it. Receive Jesus and you receive the covenant of love. Remember, when Jesus was on the cross, he said to you, I love you this much. And then he opened up his arms and he died. Saints, this is the greatest love story ever told. The covenant does not depend on your ability to keep it. It depends on Jesus' ability to keep it. Why did God cut covenant with Jesus? Because he knew that he would never break it, but man would. Now, are you fully persuaded about the great love that God has for you? Are you fully persuaded that he is a good God? Are you fully persuaded that what God has for you is good? Are you fully persuaded that he will be with you until the very end? Are you fully persuaded that God has your back? Are you fully persuaded that what God has promised you, he is able to perform? Now, you can stand on the covenant that you have with God, the covenant of love. There is nothing that can keep you away from the love of God. In Romans 8, Verses 31 through 39 in the New Living Translation, it says, Nothing can separate us from God's love. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one, for Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us, and he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God, and that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. So now you know that nothing can separate you from the great love of God. Remember, in the beginning of our conversation, I said that David had covenant with God. And in 1 Samuel 17, 26-37, David said to King Saul, 
Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Remember, circumcision was a sign of the covenant back then. Goliath was strong, but he had no covenant with God. You have a covenant with God. What are the uncircumcised issues that you are facing? Jesus already took your sins. He became the curse for you, and he bore all of your sickness and diseases. He totally stripped Satan and any of his demons of any power against you. So stop saying that the devil's bothering you. If he is, you better get him back under your feet where he belongs. Remember that he has already been defeated. The only power he has is what you give him when you open your mouth and speak idle words that go against the truth of what God has already said. And when you have troubles, which you will, because Jesus said himself that there would be troubles in this world, you don't have to wait on someone else to pray for you. Jesus made the way for you to go straight to God yourself. He is in a covenant relationship with you. Why would you want to go to anyone else? Get your counsel directly from God. Pray in the Spirit and read the Bible. Talk to God. God tells you in Psalm 84, verse 11, that He is your protector and glorious King, that He blesses you with kindness and honor, and that He does not refuse any good thing to those who do what is right. When you are in a covenant of love, you have right standing with God, and you are doing the right thing by seeking the counsel of God. He will not withhold any good thing from you, and one of those benefits is the good counsel from God. When you're in a battle, finances, marriage, health issues, relationship issues, employment issues, legal issues, school issues, or political issues... When you are in the midst of a storm and you can't see your way out, Jesus sees through the storm to the other side. Look up and see that your salvation has come. See in the midst of the storm the hand of Jesus raised high. And look at his wrist. What do you see? A scar on his wrist. This is your sign of the covenant. His covenant with you. The love covenant that he cut with you. He is the chosen representative of the family of God, and you are no longer two, but you are one. Jesus fills in the gap where you are weak, and he is saying to you today, My strength is your strength, and your enemies are now my enemies. I have given you my authority, and I hold all authority in heaven and on earth. What you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and what you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Bind up the forces that are coming against your family, your marriage, your health, the political issues in the United States, and the threats of terrorism around the world. In the covenant I have with you, I promise pledges of loyalty, and we made promises to each other that can never be broken. This pronouncement is the blessing of the covenant, my covenant of love with you. Are you excited and convinced of who you are and what you have in Jesus, 
Does this conversation with you today give you reassurance? Today, if you are in this covenant of love with God, I hope that you have been reminded and perhaps reassured of the great love that God has for you. And for any of you who are listening today who do not know our God, the God of covenant, a good God and a loving and kind God, he is asking you today to make Jesus your personal Lord and Savior because he is the way. He is the way of the covenant. He is the way of the covenant of love. Just repeat this prayer after me. Jesus, I call on your name that I will be saved. I confess, Jesus, that you are the Lord and that I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. I want to know you and I want to be part of this great covenant of love with you. I ask that you will fill me with your Holy Spirit and when I open my mouth to give you praise, I fully expect to speak with other tongues as you give me utterance. In the name of Jesus, amen. If you've said this prayer to Jesus, then you are now a born-again, spirit-filled believer. And you are now in the family of God. And your life will never be the same from this moment forward. The greatest love story of your life is just beginning from this day forth. And you've just entered a covenant of love with God. Now I would like to pray with the other radio listeners. Father God, I pray that every person listening today will desire a greater, more intimate relationship with you. I pray that this radio message today has penetrated the hearts of the listeners and that it has stirred up a hunger inside of them to know you more that their greatest desire will be to enter into this covenant of love with you. I pray that the scales of blindness that have kept some of them from you will fall off today, and they will begin to see your goodness and mercy. I pray that hardened hearts will be turned to flesh, that their hearts and minds are open to receive you fully this day. I thank you for reconciliation, for the return of wayward fathers and sons, and for unity in the families. I thank you for the manifestation of healings that so many have waited for. I thank you for mending bones. I thank you for the bad reports from the doctors that when the people return to the doctor, that they will not see any signs of sickness nor disease in their body or on their body. I thank you for healing minds and hearts. I thank you for delivering your people from any addictions. I thank you for your protection over the United States, and I thank you for the changes that have been taking place in the political atmosphere over America. I pray for health, healing, and godly wisdom to be over President Obama. I pray for godly wisdom and guidance and counsel over the Supreme Court, over the state Supreme Courts, and I pray the same over our senators and members of the House and every governor of every state, and every mayor and all members of city councils and local school boards in each state and each city of the United States. I pray for protection over our military and our allies. I plead the blood of Jesus over the border of the United States and decree that no weapon formed against us or our citizens shall prosper 
and I decree that the United States of America is washed in the blood of Jesus. Remember, saints, we are a country that is in covenant with God. Thank you for tuning in to the prophetic voice of our time. You can call us at 210-396-7891. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, you can listen to them on podcast at SOGMI.org. Or you can email us at sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. If you would like to join us, Freedom Fellowship Church is located at 8419 Callahan Road. That is off Interstate 10. We have services at 1030 a.m. on Sunday morning and 630 p.m. We also have prayer service on Wednesday at 7 p.m. I would like to extend an opportunity to you for you to sow a seed. Pastor Christina will be on a mission trip to the Philippines and China for the month of March. You can go to SOGMI.org and hit donate or mail your check or money order to Sons of God International at P.O. Box 1579, Holotus, Texas, 78023. Thank you for tuning in, and until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. AM 630 KSLR. For more information on Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church, go to the program guide at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.